Hello, everybody, and welcome to the Starting Small Music Podcast. I'm your host, Justin McCormick, and today we have a very special guest. We have Lauren Watkins, artist and songwriter for Big Loud and Songs and Daughters. Lauren grew up in Nashville and spent her teenage years playing the honky-tonks down on Broadway. And after returning from college at Ole Miss, she has quickly made strides in the industry as a songwriter and artist. I really believe Lauren's going to be one of country music's next big megastars, and you guys are really going to learn a lot in this episode. I'll see you at the end. What is going on, guys? Welcome back to the Starting Small Music Podcast. Today we have a very special guest, songwriter for Songs and Daughters and Big Loud, Lauren Watkins. Lauren, how are you doing today? I'm good. How are you? I'm doing great. So getting right into your story, you grew up in Nashville. Did you grow up in a musical family or is, something, is music something you discovered on your own? Well, yes and no. I, people always, I feel like the first question people always ask are like, oh, are your parents musical? And no, my parents are not musical. Um, I have an older sister who is though. Okay. My older sister, is, she's two years older than me. Her name's Caroline. Shout out, Caroline. Um, and she's a songwriter too. So that's kind of the music in my family. Awesome. So when you were growing up, was she uh, already playing like uh, before you or did, did you get in before it, even though she was younger? Who got into music first? Well, so she, so she's older and she actually, she got into it first, but we actually used to play together a lot. Oh, no so, way. Yeah. So like when we were growing up, um, I guess she started writing songs like when she was like, literally when she could talk. So she's always had that. And then once we got a little older, we started singing together. Um, so she would write and we would just sing together. I would sing harmony or she would kind of like, let me have lead on a couple of songs. And then we got into like eighth grade in high school, we started playing gigs together. So we would play um, literally anywhere that people would listen. Like when we got old enough, we would play the honky tonks downtown. So like wow. the whole Broadway thing, yeah. Um, and then we would play at Puckett's downtown. Um, or the one in Franklin, Leapers Fork, they would let us do like writer's shows. So she would play her songs and I would sing with her. Um, so we kind of got into it at the same time, I guess. I got we got into it very much together. Totally. So who are some of the first artists you remember like really getting into their music? Like, I feel like you guys had to be listening to a lot of Dixie Chicks back then. Oh yeah, yeah. <laughs> uh, so it's always been country. Yeah. I'll tell you that. Um, that's such a hard question because I like feel like I could talk about this all day. Um, so I grew up, I'm 22, so I was born in 99, which means I grew up in the era of like what was modern back then was like Tim McGraw, Brad Paisley, Miranda Lambert, like all those staples that kind of stuck around. Totally. Um, my dad was a huge Alan Jackson fan. Um, and then going back further, he loved like George Jones and all that kind of era. So that was my starting point. And then like, I just grew up as country music grew up. So then I got into like Eric Church. Um, like I said, Miranda Lambert, she stuck around, always is going to be one of my favorites. Um, yeah. And then when I was in high school, I got into like, I think it was probably my dad again. He got me into like older country like Waylon Jennings, I've got some Waylon records up here. Oh yeah. Like Nelson, um, and all those guys. And then still country today, like I'm a huge like Morgan Wallen, Hardy, all those guys. Um, so it's always been country for me. <laughs> for sure. That's awesome. Yeah. So you talked about like in your teenage years going downtown and playing on Broadway, like what are some of your favorite memories from that? And how do you think that's like helped hone your craft to be like the songwriter and artist you are today? 
Mm, okay. This is an, another thing I could go on all day about. Um, it's so funny because when we first started playing, we would do like, we used to play at, I don't know if you've heard of, how, are you, do you live in Nashville? I come back and forth. So I'm in that, I know the area pretty well still. Okay. So there's a restaurant called the corner pub and there's yeah. a few sprinkled around the one in, um, it's kind of Bellevue forest Hills area. Uh, when we were like 13 and 14, they would let us play on their patio every Sunday night. So that was like my first kind of thing that I would play out. And my parents, like we still laugh because I would literally, I had zero stage presence. I would literally sit there and they would have to force me to like beat my leg to <laughs> look like I was like having a good time. But I would just, I wasn't nervous. I was just like, I didn't know how to carry myself on stage. So fast forward, like I kind of was forced to learn when we started playing honky tonks, like um, Tootsies was one that we would play. Uh, honky Tonk Central is another one. Yeah. And, and tourists, I'm sure are familiar. Um, and that is like, everything is crowd participation. So I had to learn how to like get a feel for how you're supposed to act on stage. Puckets was big for that too. Cause that's one where people are like really sitting and listening to you. And so you can't just sit there and be like, ah, da, 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 <laughs> like not move. So stage presence is like the biggest thing that it helped me with today, yeah. years later. Um, and also just like learning how to like feel what you're singing and get people to feel something. Cause that's the goal anyway. Totally. Um, just connecting with people. And so, um, yeah, I guess that's probably the biggest thing. And we just had fun doing it. Cause like, this is, I'm sure we'll get into this um, eventually, but after all that, I went to college and took a break from all of it. Mm -hmm. um, and so coming back, I kind of had to like knock the rust off. And I, it's taking me back to those days where I learned how to do it in the first place. And it's like just starting over again. So that's kind of yeah. cool. Yeah, totally. So I like, like you were saying, uh, you did go off to the University of Mississippi. Uh, did you always plan on coming back to pursue music? Or like when you left town, were you saying, all right, like, that's like that chapter of my life. And now I'm starting this like new career, you know? Yeah, no, I was not planning on coming back. I, which is really funny to say now, because so like I said, we grew up playing and singing. Um, I was never a writer. I was just a singer. I started playing guitar when I was like, 15 I guess so I always had that and I just loved music and I was just in it for fun I mean truly like I was a Nashville kid it was just kind of like what was there and I loved it and so I did it for fun um whereas my sister she was like in it for the long haul from day one like she signed her first publishing deal the day she graduated high school like was right out the gate like this is my career and I always watched her and I was like well, I'm 16 years old. Like, how am I supposed to know that I want to commit to this like, for life? Like, I don't think that. Right. Um, so I come from a very big Ole Miss family. Uh, and so I knew that from the second I was born, I was going to go to Ole Miss. I just saw my parents have that experience. Um, I wanted it. I was like, I grew up going to the games. I was like, I'm going there and nothing can stop me. Whatever else I do in my life, I'm going to Ole Miss and I'm just going to do that and have a fun college experience. Yeah. Like, I think I was, I think that I, because I watched my older sister, I just had this impression that you had to choose one or the other. And so I was like, well, guess I'm going to college, you know? And so, um, I guess probably two to three years in, which I loved Ole Miss. Like I loved every second of it. 
But two to three years in, I realized like, oh, wait, I totally can go back to Nashville when this is all over and, and do music. And so that was a huge moment because I was like, whoa, I didn't even know that you could do that. And then I saw people like Luke Combs, Eric Church, Luke Bryan, um, and even major songwriters that did the whole college thing and then totally. came home to Nashville. Um, so yeah, I was like, all right, I'm doing that. And it ended up being, I'm, I'm a big Christian and I am a firm believer that that was all just part of God's plan. Cause he knew that I needed to have this college experience or else I wouldn't have anything to write about or say, you know? Yeah. That's exactly what I was, what I was thinking when you told the story, like, was there a specific instant like in uh, college where you did pick up the guitar again and like start uh, transitioning from artist to songwriter? Like, was it just like, shoot, like I got to write about my college experiences. Was there like a breakup or something? Oh, <laughs> well, there was probably many moments like that. <laughs> um, I will tell you, I remember, I think I was a junior in college and all I will say all my life, I, I think that it's one of those things that like maybe everyone else knew before I did that I was always going to come back here because I always had this voice in my head that was kind of like, hey, hey, music. And, um, you know, out of fear and a lot of other things, I just kind of pushed it away. Mm -hmm. And I remember uh, I was a junior in college and my sister came because she was doing the whole artist thing at this point. She came to Oxford, Mississippi, which is where Ole Miss is. And she played a show and she let me come up for a few songs. And I was like, oh my God, I forgot what this felt like. <laughs> and like all my friends were there that had never seen me do that. Like college friends hadn't seen that side of me at all, mm -hmm. other than like little Instagram videos that I would do. Um, and I was like on a high for the rest of the week. And I was like, oh my God. And I think that's kind of what put the idea back in my head of like, hey, maybe you should consider this. And um, I remember like fast forward a couple months, I was sitting at work. I worked at a um, little children's boutique, like a little girl's boutique in mm -hmm. Oxford. And I was sitting in the back room at work all by myself and I was bored and thinking. And I all of a sudden was just like, okay, what would it look like? Just think about it. What would it look like if you did go back to Nashville and try to pursue this? Like just think. And as soon as I allowed my mind to go there, it was over. I was like, yep, this is what I'm doing. Now that I've pictured myself doing this, I can't picture anything else. And um, I remember going back and telling my dad, I was like, hey, remember all those years? I was like, no, no, no. Well, I changed my mind. I'm coming home after college and I'm doing music. And he was like, yeah, we always were kind of waiting for you to say that. <laughs> and when my sister was getting started, he like did all this research on the business because we were like, yes, we're from Nashville, but I mean, we don't know anything. We didn't know anything about the music business. So he did all this research. So yeah. I went to him and I was like, what the heck do I do? Where do I start? Like, what can I do after I've been out of the game for all these years? Like, how do I get back into it? And he was like, well, you need to just try to write a song because I had never written the song I wrote like everything else like I just love to write but I never like put it into a song yeah it was like just try to write a song and I was like okay so I kind of started doing that just like testing myself seeing what I could do and also kind of just I thought it was like a means to get into it because I knew I wanted to be an artist mm -hmm. and I ended up falling in love with writing and I was like okay well this is really cool because now I can sing what I write um and yeah, so that's kind of like, that's, I guess, the trajectory of like, from my first initial, like, okay, 
to, okay, I'm doing this. <laughs> totally. Well, I mean, fast forward to now, like I said at the beginning, you're signed to Big Loud and Songs and Daughters. Like, what does that mean to you to be signed to like, probably like the biggest powerhouse in country music right now. And like you were talking about uh, Morgan Wallen and Hardy being inspirations to you. And like, now these are like, you're like co-workers. Like, how does that feel? Uh, very weird. <laughs> <laughs> like all the time I feel like, what am I doing here? Um, so I'm very, very grateful. And it's really cool. Cause one of my, um, like one of my best friends that she works with me kind of, she's on the business side of things, but we talk about it all the time because forever we've been like fans of not only these people but the the brand of big loud and songs and daughters and mm -hmm. seth england and nicole galleon like these are people that we have looked up to as fans like not even thinking anything not thinking we'd ever be involved we like looked at these people like we're their fans for so long and especially like morgan and hardy Ernest, all those guys that are like at the top right now um and to be like, I remember my first um, meeting that was at Big Loud was the first time I'd ever been in the building. Mm -hmm. And I was like, my heart rate had never been like higher. I was like, what? Like, how am I supposed to sit here and be normal and like get my words out and much less like play them a song. Um, but so it's really, really cool. And like, even um, just the people that I write with there on a daily basis are like, it's very, it's a very cool thing to get to work with people that you're also a fan of at the same time. So it's really, really cool. That's awesome. So I want to talk about your live show too. I see uh, on your acoustic guitar, you have a signature on it. Who signed your guitar and what's the story behind that? Oh yeah, it's Jason Isbell. Okay, oh wow. So, yeah, he, I'm a huge, I love his music so much. I, um, I wish there was a cooler story behind that. Like I was at a show and like threw my guitar up on the stage, but my dad somehow got invited to like a private show or event and he, got me that guitar and Jason signed it. And so it is a cool story because that's kind of my first like real guitar. No, that's and awesome. I've had it ever since. That was like, I was probably 14, 14 or 15. So yeah. Wow. I'm never getting rid of it. <laughs> yeah. You're going to be like Willie. That's the only guitar you're going to play. through. Yeah. Yeah. She needs some new strings right now, but other than that, we're keeping it. So what can fans expect uh, from you this year? Uh, are you going to, are you planning on releasing some of your own music this year? Hopefully, yes. There's no exact time frame yet, but we're working on it. Um, if anything, just to kind of get stuff out there as fast as we can, if anything, there's going to be hopefully like a SoundCloud link or um, website soon so that people can at least have my demos because even that I think would be fun for people to get to listen. Um, yeah, so that's all coming soon. Hopefully we'll know pretty soon about it. Um, the other thing is just playing tons of shows any chance i get playing shows um we've been doing college towns which is super fun i've been going back to oxford a lot which is like my stomping grounds that's awesome um hopefully gonna play some shows in georgia um maybe alabama just kind of that that sec crowd those are my people so for sure <laughs> that's the next big thing and uh can fans expect like you to bring back that neo-traditional like 90s early 2000s country sound like what do you what do you think that your sound is going to be for this upcoming project Oh yeah, um, for sure. That is my, that's definitely my roots. So yes, I, um, I'm very, I'm a very big fan of traditional country music, but I'm also a very big fan of modern country music. So I think we've been calling it like a new old soul kind of feel. Wow. Um, so 
I love to sing about very modern things with a very traditional sound. Um, so yeah, I guess that's kind of a little hint awesome. to what you can hear. I'm, I'm, I'm country through and through. So awesome. Yeah. And so to wrap it up, what is your advice to uh, aspiring songwriters and artists that want to be in your spot? Oh God, I feel like I am not at all qualified to speak on this, but <laughs> I will say, say yes to everything because I feel like all through college, which like I said, things, things end up working out the way they should, but all through college, I was like a scaredy cat and that's why I didn't play shows. Um, and the day that I decided like, nope, I'm just going to say yes to everything, everything that comes my way, regardless of I, if I think I'm above it or below it, I'm just going to say yes and do it, whether it's a show or whether it's a write or just like meeting and having a drink with somebody, um, just say yes and do it. And you never know what could come from it. And you might end up just really having fun. Well, there you have it. My conversation with Lauren Watkins. Lauren, thank you again so much for joining the podcast. I had a great time talking with you. Everyone, go follow her on Instagram to stay up with today with all the music she's going to be putting out this year at Lauren.Watkins. And make sure to come back next week to hear my conversation with Jordan Merrigan, guitarist for Ernest and former tour manager for Mason Ramsey. Check out Starting Small Music on YouTube to see all the video content of our interviews. And also follow Starting Small Music on Instagram at Starting Small Music. And let us know who you'd like to hear on the podcast next. And remember, everyone starts small.